0: Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our
1: novice Will. How are you this week, Will? I am very good. Thank you, Sam. To everyone who has been here before, welcome back. To all our new listeners, uh, this is the show where Sam gives us a new anime to discuss. We talk probably too long about the show. Far too long. Pull it apart. We criticise it. Um, if you are a fan of the shows we discuss, be warned. Uh, we sometimes do go in a bit hard, but, uh, regardless. The we, fan
0: base will never forgive us.
1: Yep. Yeah, that and Spirited Away, which we are going to get onto today because, um, I got Spirited Away vibes with the show we are discussing today. Anyway, that's, that's for later. Here we talk about anime and decide whether the shows we discuss are good enough to show an absolute novice. I am a new when it comes to anime especially in comparison to sam who is our expert weeb i we, we are now on episode 61 60, oh you got it right there. Sixty one. amazing yes. okay brilliant <laughs> so we're on episode 61 so i've watched quite a few animes now some of the animation has sort of seeped through and seemed to educate my uh, newbie mind as
0: it always is it's infecting his brain and is wiggling its way in there he's like starting to pick up new terms like a parasite i think is a perfectly apt way to describe what being an anime fan is like
1: So I describe naruto just just a parasite
0: <laughs> a parasite just riding on the coattails of his more successful friends yeah
1: like just just this just taking food taking everything yeah anyway we we <laughs> as an as a noob in comparison to sam at any rate uh, i bring the perspective of someone who just doesn't know anything about anime and we decide whether we could show these shows to a noob and get them hooked on anime that's a really long way of explaining that. Um,
0: trying to get them hooked onto anime and to continue to watch these shows so that they can really experience what it's like to be a Wii. And Speaking of which, have you continued on with uh, any more of last week's show with Dr. Stone we looked at last week? Have you watched any
1: more? I I'll be honest, I haven't had any time this week to do anything. I've been... Uh, yeah just schedule has been jam-packed so i haven't watched any anime apart from what we needed to for this episode so no but it is high on my list of things to do it is high on my priority list because i did really enjoy it and i was well into it so i and you know i'm not i'm not um i'm not upset that i haven't caught watched yet because there's there's quite a bit there to catch up on i've got plenty of time yeah. and it's to get your own pace that- yeah, it's it's something that I can look forward to as well. You know, it's it's coming up to Christmas. I might have a Doctor <laughs> Stone binge fest. Although, you know, the the Christmas um, story at the minute is all about Hawkeye. So, um, oh, it is all about Hawkeye. We will talk a bit more about that in our other section at the end of the show in Slice of Life. Yeah. And um, if if you guys like what you hear, make sure you um, tell a friend um, and share uh, share the podcast with them. Uh, choose your favorite episode and pass it their way. Um, Sam. This week, I'm going to need a bit of help because we speaking off air. You've made loads of notes for this and I've, I've made a real skeleton of notes this week because <laughs> I just genuinely didn't know what to type. I feel like there's something, um, big I'm missing from this. I feel like there's an element mm-hmm. to this whole show that I'm just like not aware of or not getting. So I'm, I'm going to let you guide the conversation a lot this week, but can you tell me why anyone would want to watch Heikey Story? <laughs> Close, the Heikey Story. K Story. Heikey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are people watching this and uh, what can people get out of it?
0: The, the first thing, and this is immediately obvious by looking at the posters and the trailers and the um, episode artwork, is that the show is very visually distinctive. It looks very different from your Common Garden anime you don't have the same kind of bold, brash, thick lines that define lots of shonen and isekai shows. It's much softer and gives this and we're working with some really what's a better word than soft? <laughs> um, um, subtle. It's really relaxing. Subtle, I think is a good way to put it. Uh, subtle colour work um, in a lot of this show. Mm. We're looking at a traditional Japanese story that forgoes fantasy worlds and superpowers and modern day tokyo to really focus on an era of japanese history that is often very overlooked when people think of japan they think of the neon soaked 80s or the modern day metropolitan tokyo not very many people think back to the 1000 bc not bc 1000 ad yeah. uh era like the medieval times here in japan and it's something that's quite refreshing quite different from what you would usually see on tv so if any of that sounds like it would stoke your curiosity then check out the heike story
1: brilliant let's get into it
0: okay well so that's my kind of interpretation of oh, why people should coming. check this show out.
1: But <laughs> Damn tell me what's Didn't happening in again. these first three why episodes. Why do I ever prepare? <laughs> I, just, I just forget that you're going to ask me this question.
0: Um, I'm actually so, really excited to hear this because oh, if, God. I, I, wanted, I want
1: to hear what's actually managed to sink in. Yeah. So there's not a lot. <laughs> I'll be honest. There's going to be loads I've missed here because at points I was just like, there's no way I can internalize this much information without doing tons of research. The, 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 the big elephant in the room is that they refer to so many different characters and so many different, mm. um, people involved in these political, uh, hierarchy that it's just really hard to keep a track of everyone and keep a track of what's going on. Yeah. But basically we follow Biwa mm-hmm. is this young girl who dresses as a boy and acts like a boy and almost seems to consider themselves a boy. Um, mm-hmm. and, they lose their father in the first episode. Pro- what pronouns are we going with? Because Biwa seems to uh, identify as a boy. However, mm. everyone else... Re- and obviously the time period, it wasn't exactly... They, they, they address her yeah, as it wasn't
0: that kind of hot button um, no. topic. So it's really interesting, actually, because Biwa and a, a lot of elements of this show pull from what's called a Shirabiyoshi. Which is, um, the dancers that we see throughout the first three episodes. Mm. And, um, these Shirabiyoshi are entertainers and they would dance for royals and they would dress as men to do that. So they would wear formal men's attire. And we find out through the story that Biwa's mother was a Shirabiyoshi. So there's there could be elements of the father trying to... Obviously, mentioned in the first episode, the father may be trying to protect Biwa. Obviously, you don't want to be traveling yes. in feudal Japan with a young girl. But also, those elements that Biwa just acts in a way that's natural to them. So I guess any pronouns really work, because the characters in the show refer to Biwa as her a lot of the time, and as yeah. being a girl. But they consider themselves to be male. So I think it's it's kind For of the flows. purposes of just, the show yeah we can just say anything
1: so biwa loses um her father very early on he um tries to protect her from making an outburst and um the kaburo boys yep. kicking ass in in town basically punishing anyone who speaks badly of the heike um mm-hmm. yeah and yep he he stands up to protect her says no i'm sorry she didn't mean it and then he gets, he gets murdered brutally in the streets. And then, hey, yeah. and, and then Biwa is left on her own. And mm-hmm. through circumstances, she ends up at the Heike sort of compound and yep. meets, uh, Shigemori. Yep. Shigemori. Yep. So Shigemori, um, takes her under his wing, um, and basically adopts her into the family. Even though she's a bit reluctant, yeah. she blames, the Heike, understandably so, for the murder of her father, um, and it's basically this political show where the mm-hmm. Heike run the have a lot of power in in is it is it in Japan or is it just a region of Japan? Or it's it's set over um, they talk about all of Japan. The Heike yeah.
0: operated mostly around the Kobe and Hiroshima areas, so okay. in uh, western Japan but they had lots of influence in Tokyo at the time.
1: So are they, is this a real historically, historical um, organization?
0: Yes. So this is a clan that existed in actual Japanese history and the Heike Monogatari, the Heike story, is a very famous um, text that has been passed down.
1: So this is, or not, maybe not, (laughs) well, it's obviously not, certain elements are going to be fantasy, but like, generally this is a well-known story it's it's accepted that this was a real um organization that sort of dominated and controlled a lot of what went on
0: yeah um okay. even so far as the buildings that we see them create in the show are places that are tangible and actually here like the big um tolly right, yeah. gate that yes, we see yep, yep. in um yeah miyaji uh Itsu,
1: Itsukushima.
0: Yes. Um, is is still there to this day? It's so is, is, going that, to go is that
1: is that the classic one that you see when you Google it? Is the one in the water? Is that yeah. is that, or are there lots of ones in the water?
0: There's a few in the water, but the okay. most recognisable and the largest is that one. Is that
1: uh, one. Um, brilliant? By okay. down by Hiroshima. So already, already, this is making me feel a lot more positive about this show because I think if you're going to try and do if, if, without that, if this is just being created i think it does a really poor job of narratively um oh yeah keeping track of itself and i lost track of characters so easily but just mm-hmm. to get back to the to the to the over arc of the, the yeah the arc of these three episodes um biwa and Shigamori, uh they they, they 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 sort of grow uh, over the years biwa becomes more settled and Mm -hmm. they both have this supernatural ability which they sort of bond over so there's that element to it and we'll get on to what those abilities are but generally it's the story of the heike and how they control and dominate through allegiances and fear and Mm -hmm. um, allegiances with the what, what the lord the what the uh, king, what do you call the, um, the
0: emperor? So the emperor the, and the father of the emperor who, where they have the arranged marriage with.
1: Um, yes. And mm. then it's like the, the, the political decisions that, uh, that they make around that. And then by the end of episode three, we see a bit of a revolt and people showing their certain parts of the hierarchy showing a bit of, um, I don't know, dis- disdain for the way di- yeah, the, the heck yeah. are operating. They become disenfranchised with the motivations Ooh. of the Heike and uh, decide to revolt and try and take the Heike down. And there's a big show, sort of like a, a discussion showdown, uh, not a physical showdown, mm. but a, 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 an ultimatum put to the head of the Heike at the end of episode exactly. three.
0: Um, Which I think is a, it's quite a strong uh, place to leave off on because it's yeah. um, essentially the, the son versus father for basically basically the rights to whether the Heike get to keep doing whatever they want. And as far as like a hook goes, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's compelling. But what, the the whole entire thing
1: or the, or the end of
0: episode three? I think the, specifically the end of episode three, Mm. because I think as we start to dig into it, um, what did you think of all of that politicking? Because there is a lot of it and there are lots of names and lots of clans and lots of, systems just thrown at you from the word go like yeah so very this early is on. a show
1: that go on. Mm-hmm. i was just i was going to say very early on there's a scene when we first i think we first meet the emperor or we meet i don't know i get them mixed up because there's two bald guys that are very similar in appearances Yeah, <laughs> and i kept getting them mixed up especially when i haven't been introduced to these characters um like properly of, yeah
0: properly yeah and they the designs are very similar for those two, which makes it very confusing. Um, and what's also confusing is I believe that there is actually another emperor mm. in Tokyo. Now, I might have that wrong, but okay. as far as I'm aware, that some of the subtitles and translations that were chosen for it yeah. had like designated one person as the emperor mm. when actually it should have been like... And a separate title, but right, interesting. That's mm. outside the wheelhouse of why I looked into. <laughs> I honestly, mate, I feel like I've gone back to university a little bit with yeah. this episode because Done your I research. have, I like going through Wikipedia articles and going into like studies and some other uh, things.
1: I, ha- I, hate, I hate to break it to you, but if so you're at James university Wikipedia and and, and yeah, you're <laughs> quoting Wikipedia, it's probably not the best. It's a miracle strategy. I passed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's why I'm here doing podcasts instead of doing oh, academic research. There we research. go, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's
1: the pipeline. <laughs> Wikipedia so, um, to podcast host. So what were you trying to do? Were you trying to uh, find factual backing or, or try and basically do the timeline and try and figure out what is actually happening here and what's actually going on? Or were you focusing yeah, so on... I-
0: my my approach to it was i'd been watching this week to week as it came out so this wrapped up very recently only within the past couple of weeks and i found it very interesting because it's so entrenched in japanese history and a few of my co-workers that i've spoken to have said oh yeah we read that in school like we did like our equivalent of reading old man of the sea or whatever they read (laughs) this story right i never read um (laughs) I bet you did what's the other one what's the one with the, the rabbit pet the rabbit george <laughs> of mice and men yeah did you do mice and men
1: yeah yeah I've everybody never, did mice and men i've never read it oh mate it's a good book i genuinely enjoyed that book people are always like oh yeah of mice and men but i genuinely enjoy that story it's quite it's quite a sad yeah. oh god mate do you not do you know you... um, no spoilers i know the spo- only, only, i know the spoilers of course i know old. the spoilers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah spoilers ahead for a 50 year old book <laughs> yeah you, you shouldn't really need to uh caveat that should you um yeah but yeah. no it's a it's a nice nice book that and th- there's like three different interpretations of the film um and yeah that, that we watched them in school yeah. as well because obviously you have to watch the film if there's a film on the book you've got, got to wheel the cart in
0: yeah Giving the cart in the tv yeah. on the cart, put course. the vhs in I,
1: yeah I, I think so i'm assuming they didn't have interactive whiteboards by when i was at school I don't know whether they did, you know. I can't remember. I feel like so I remember seeing nice them in place. We had the we had the the old CRT wheeled we in. We definitely had that as well. We had that in the hall, but I'm sure in high school in the classrooms we had we had interact like the old interactive whiteboards with the anyway, well I don't know why we're talking about that. That's <laughs> absolutely not what this show's about. <laughs> um Yeah, so
0: So yeah. I I, don't, I asked my co-workers, I decided to ask them what they knew and how much of it was true. I asked about the Torygate, and a lot of them couldn't remember so I thought, right, well, maybe it's not that important but, and that was on my, my first watch through. But on this rewatch, there was so much that stood out to me as just bizarre storytelling choices. Mm. For example, in the second episode we get to meet uh, Gio, who is this Shirababyoshi that we talked about earlier, the dancer. Oh yes. And we find yeah. out about how oh, one of my. the bold guys likes <laughs> the dancer but there's another dancer and there's this this kind of mini conflict and she talks to biwa for a bit and tells yeah. biwa that biwa's mum is uh also a Biyoshi with different colored eyes and then the episode ends with all of them becoming
1: nuns and shaving yeah, their heads yeah yeah and i'm like there's that's just that just must, bizarre, and and I'm I'm assuming based on what you told me that that has some historical, like that's like a Mother Teresa sort of. I'm going to go and live my life because I want to change my path and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So the, the in the original Heke Monogatari, those two um, Shirabiyoshi basically have this really long and convoluted character arc where they're basically vying for the attention of the bold guy. And like,
1: numerous. It really frustrates me that you say bold rather than bald. Bald, bold, bold. Yeah, he build. might be bold as well. There is a bold bald guy, and then there's a less bold bald guy. My head hurts. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, they're bald. Old vying... <laughs> bald. 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 The old bald, bald, bald over here. Old um... chrome
0: dome. <laughs> 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 oh, so they're vying point. for. for Chrome Dome's attention yeah, and yeah. basically they are some of the most famous of these uh, Shiabiyoshi and they're known in kind of not pop culture but you know what I mean like in terms of when you think of this thing you think of these characters mm. um, like when we think detectives, we think Sherlock Holmes, for example. okay yeah it's yeah. the same kind of parallel and the fact that that entire arc which took up chapters of the original story. Mm. is condensed into about five minutes of screen time Mm. it's mind-boggling yeah and it's almost like they're speed running the original story they're trying to get the entirety of it in yeah and so they're throwing like almost like cameos and fun literary references
1: that's what it feels like yeah
0: yeah and and if you don't know it which i didn't until i researched it this week and of course and you didn't and your commoner garden western viewer probably won't Mm. it's just going to seem like a bunch of really unconnected
1: dots coming together they should almost have an expositional text at the beginning of episode one that says (laughs) go read the whole of the hey here's the reading list (laughs) for this anime (laughs) go read it then come back no it's not too much to ask i don't know what you're talking about go do it this is historical japanese (laughs) culture you need to know it um well really interestingly the the story itself
0: isn't only got written down in the past couple of hundred years. Until that point, and this is where we get into Biwa because I want and I want to right, ask you okay, about yeah, Biwa. Yeah, in the original story,
1: Biwa is not a character. No, I was gonna. Uh, that, that was my next question. Is this is the anime trying uh, tr- following Biwa? Is that their sort of interpretation of it? So they're doing it through Biwa's eyes. It's just just this character that they've sort of created to observe the events
0: exactly that you've you've hit the nail on the head beware the the traditional tale so after the the um end of the Heike story um the clan is essentially gone and the lessons of the stories of their life get passed down and as remembering and the way that they did that was through your traveling Biwa players who would travel from town oh, to town. Oh, of course,
1: in... because her name means the instrument, yeah. The instrument, okay,
0: yeah. which yeah. is like a, a lute or like a, a shimisen. Yeah.
1: Which, I'm assuming, and... plays the OP.
0: Ish, yes. The, the OP is a bit more of a
1: traditional... Poppy song. No, there, but it's not that much at the beginning of at the, at the, in the first episode, it, it has oh, this you really mean the very, very first first OP yeah. because it leads and it doesn't use it again. And, and when it started playing the OP, I was like, Oh, I don't like this. This is weird. And then it went into the boppy stuff. And I was like, okay, that's a bit more palatable. Um, cause it was really sort of off key and almost minor, mm. or very minor. And it just, I don't know, made me feel a bit weird. Um, and then as I learned about her name, because obviously I'm uncultured, so I didn't know what a B-Wire was, um, I was like, oh, okay. I wonder if that's what they used at the beginning of the first OP. And I'm assuming mm. it is. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know.
0: Exactly. Cool. And we get lots of, of wire playing throughout the episodes to yeah. support. Very, so so whenever, go back to,
1: go back, go back yeah. to BWA, um, how we're looking through her eyes. So w- w- where did that stem from? Yeah. So, they introduced her as basically your point of
0: view character and her interactions with the rest of the cast are completely fictionalized. And okay. what I want to, so you've kind of pieced that together, but what did you think of her as our POV character? Because she's seemingly this kind of eternally youthful, bright yeah. gremlin.
1: Who- right. So that wasn't just me mis- misunderstanding the time jumps in this. Like, everyone seemed to be like ageing six years and stuff like that and she was sort of staying the same age or at least roughly the same age. I don't know. She might have got a little bit older but not exactly. But nothing that's
0: like strikingly different unlike the brothers who just
1: Yeah. One of them gets married and is trying to have kids and it has been six Mm -hmm. years without having kids and it's like, really? (laughs) Really? Six years and you still look nine? Like, (laughs) Okay. <laughs> there's some, yeah. something would, something weird going on here um B-war herself i i wanted more from that character and i think we will get more I want, like you know you know me I, I like the fantasy element of this i like the eye power um yeah, the seeing the future seeing the future stuff i thought potentially that will well i think it obviously it's gonna have it's gonna have more of an impact does so because biwa has been created to see this through to see to see these events through um is all of that none of that is in the original sort of story these sort of shamany powers that they can see the future and stuff does that ever come into the original story as with
0: any sort of historical japanese folklore or Story. There are elements of high fantasy and okay. curses, and and gods affecting it. So there are those elements in that original story. Okay, but that's just by yeah.
1: virtue of how spiritual mm. old Japan was. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I. don't know. Did you have any strong views on it? Because I think I didn't mind. I didn't mind her as a character. I think there's the there's some typical shoneny almost. Um, stylings to her that were a bit grating. Like she's always angry. She always wants to lash out. She's this little ball of mm. f- curiosity, and uh, the adults think she's cute, and the kids laugh at her. And she's just this tyrannical little <laughs> minx that just wants to that, that, that doesn't hate. She doesn't want to be insulted. Anyone insults her or insults the people she cares about, and she goes nuts. Uh, she goes
0: crazy. She she turns feral
1: and she mm. claws and tears away um i I thought i'll tell you i'll tell mm -hmm. you one thing i think that 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 her screen time is 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 low which is which means she doesn't become too grating and i can't form too strong an opinion against her i think they do a good job of focusing on the storytelling and letting her be that sort of point of view character that's what be what
0: that was laboured and bad. That was a bad pun. I'm sorry. I, I apologise.
1: I don't even get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just it, trying to yeah. rhyme, god damn it. Okay. Um yeah, I, I liked Biwa. I thought that the um the animations when she's eating food and when she's um starting to get cleaned up and when she's making fun of the boys and when she goes feral, like she has this very chibiish uh style to her. And I think that helps to other her in okay. a lot of ways because Biwa never directly impacts anything that she's doing and knowing that she's a original creation
1: mm. kind of okay. feeds
0: into that she's she's there and she's just watching everything happen and she tries to intervene she said a few times like don't go or mm. um she sees something terrible that's going to happen and tries to warn people but
1: <gasps> oh my god mm. i just i just uh big brained this whole show sorry i have okay. just i've just cracked galaxy everything. brain activate galaxy tell me. brain activate um she doesn't affect anything because she's already dead he sees the dead he sees ghosts uh of those mm. that have deceased so she's actually a ghost she died on the day with her father um her father didn't step in front or he did and they both died i don't know and she is now a ghost and she's gone to seek her her revenge on kiam on Sh- Shigamori and um haunt him and he's met her and is like oh my god i can see everything that's happened and yeah that is mine mm-hmm. that is now canon that is what's happened in my head she, that's why she doesn't okay. affect anything because she is just Although well, she doesn't interact with a lot of people i was going to say how do the other people well, <laughs> can because, see her and because she doesn't realize it's like it's like ghost it's um what's what's he called it's bruce willis um is it is it him Do you and you ghost? Just mix up Patrick Swayze's ghost
0: with uh, yes. the sixth sense. I meant the
1: sixth sense. I meant the sixth sense. Yeah.
0: I would love to see Bruce Willis doing that pottery scene, to be fair though. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would pay to see that. That's great. Um yeah. But he thinks, yeah, he doesn't realise. He sees dead people. Or oh, he's dead. Oh. No, the kid sees dead people. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Willis is dead. Bruce Spoilers is for dead. a 20 year old movie. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years. No, I still think we don't need to caveat that. That's fine. Fabulous. Okay, uh, where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk OP and ED? Sure, let's go with that. Um, again, the OP orig- when it started, I was a bit weirded out, and then it turned into this more poppy track. Um, and then they don't use that intro for any of the other episodes, so I so it, it just do they not? Th- I assume th- no, you watch used- this in. They use the same OP. Sorry, I'm just that the. the- uh, b-war bit at the beginning, the weird mm. bit. They don't use that with but
0: the butterflies and the flowers and all the imagery. Yeah, sure.
1: I can't remember what the imagery mm. was for that bit.
0: Um, yeah. But mm, when it yeah. gets onto the actual the, the poppy one, where it's biwa walking, and then it's right. The...
1: I okay. This is this is what I think. I think it's not a bad track. It's mm-hmm. a it's low key. I think the singing is quite nice. I think it would be great OST material for like important scenes in the show but I just don't think it's big enough to be an op
0: yeah it's not I slightly disagree it. I think it's a bit I think it's enough of an earworm and enough of a kind of a, a feel-good track that okay. um like it's been stuck in my head quite a lot okay. and I really like the way that it matches the visuals like as the tempo picks up bewa starts to run and the the yeah. yeah no that was nice actions are more dynamic I, I have to praise the animation for the OP. And I'll get onto the animation of the whole show in general afterwards. Okay. Um, But I think the OP does a great job. It, it does that thing that every anime ever does. And it starts to just show off the cast. And it shows all the different characters that you're going to meet in the show. But every single snippet that we see of them shows off their personality. So you get like the... Um the brash and strong brother, the childish boy who's scared of everything, and we see like the father who's struggling to discipline his baby child, and that's all conveyed in about half a second's snapshot as it's going through each of these characters. And I've got really shout out the, the spinning scene. So biwa runs up to Shigamori and as Shigamori spins her around, the various members of the Heike um transform. As B was looking at them, and right. it's rotating, and it's really, really um, impressive. It must have been a nightmare to animate, but I'm glad that they took the effort to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I think enough. it's it's solid. I, I don't okay. think it's like you
1: said; it's not breaking any boundaries, mm. but it's solid. That's okay. good. Yeah, I mean, I I think I I went into the when when the a- op when we first see the op when is it is it the end of episode one? Oh. Or... Is it the beginning? Of episode no, one? the end of episode
0: one. They use, they do they use, use the, the weird ED. ED,
1: okay. Um, I think. Look, I'll be completely honest. Going into this, right, the first scene with the butterfly and the the weird, the, mm. the 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 style of character design was a bit sort of off, a bit sort of um weird to me, and I I got very Spirited Away vibes and. I automatically was very negative going in and I had to sort of control myself and like, give this a chance. And it had moments like when the, when the OP hit, I was like, this is a good, I like this. This is, this is all right. And there were parts throughout where I I went backwards and forwards about whether I was actually enjoying it or not. And I still think Mm -hmm. there are weird bits in this that just like go way over my head. Like there's so much expositing around the, the political storytelling that like just a part a a lot of it's just not necessary you can do it in such so fewer words um especially early on like just showing off the connections that they have and stuff it's like okay we can get that through the interactions with other people we get that from their Mm. presence on the street through their the people you're talking to and the respect they show you you don't need to like list off all these different people and stuff that's going on so I was very on the fence all the way through this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the OP, the op when it hit, I was just a bit, especially with that very 1st BWA opening, I was, it, it did th- leave a sour taste in my mouth at first. Um, yeah. But the more I listened to it, I, it, did, it did grow on me. So I'm happy to give mm. the OP, you know, a, a solid six out of ten, I think. Um, just over yeah, half. It's,
0: it's it's, it's fine. It's not going to break any boundaries. It's not going to change anything. Um, in that case, if that if that left a bit of a weird taste in your mouth, and
1: you were kind of back and forth yeah. in, uh, ED? What, what yeah, what did you think of the ED? <laughs> I just felt it was so low key, it was boring, and just didn't really give it much time. Uh, in all honesty, yeah, I'd agree. It's
0: it's very experimental. <laughs> it's this uh, weird grayscale shot of this white haired version of a BWA player. Looking very sad and blowing out a candle whilst weird distorted background rap plays,
1: yeah yeah I, I don't it was know, know, man. It's, it's just mad like, just don't, I just didn't care for it um it, yeah, left nothing no after the first time after me.
0: like making the notes about it every every time after that, the two times
1: afterwards, I was just like,
0: nah i yeah I have no
1: desire to listen to this, yeah, I skipped the second one. Because I was like, well, I, I don't want to listen to this. And also, I want to get through the third episode. The third one, I think I let play just so I had, had it ingrained, but it wasn't really worth it. It was, didn't really add much. So, yeah, mm. not not particularly great. Um, do you want to talk about the animation then? Because you sort of touched on it within, within the OP. Mm. Uh, I've I There's one thing in particular that I want to bring up with the animation. And that's the okay. director's choice to focus on really weird parts of the shot like the table and the um and the weird parts of the clothing weird parts of the scenery and yeah zooming
0: really close in on eyes or on like the
1: hand movements or yeah and really sort of um avoid and i know why but really obviously avoid any opportunity for lip movements um like yeah. where they just like got the knee in front of their face for the entire conversation and nothing moves <laughs> yeah and it's just this whole ex passionate exposition and no one moves a muscle
0: yeah everyone's just like locked in place yeah. yeah so yeah the animation and like you said the direction is very maybe just like the ed very experimental and i think it will come all start to make sense when you realize the studio behind it um this is the same studio who brought us our classic Devilman Crybaby.
1: Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I see that. I see that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Spirited Away then, um, but no. Yeah, I can see Devilman in in this. Um, they also had like, from what I remember, quite subtle lineage. Like lineage is that a thing? L- lineage. Lineage. Line art. lineage. Line art, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, subtle line art, very soft pa- pastel colours until yeah. it's very, very, very suddenly not pastel colours and very striking. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they've, they're starting to make a bit of a name for themselves as this avant-garde studio that's more willing to embrace off-kilter and weird, non-trad- non-zeitgeist anime. So, like we said at the beginning, it's not that... Like... us when i think anime the first thing that jumps to mind is like a Sword Art online character that's okay. the kind of proportions and style i think of science saru is like nah anime can do anything let's go back to weird blobby designs with uh weird focuses
1: on and i think i think that's commendable you know it, anime mm. should anime should have lots of varied styles that's well, that's part of its culture and stuff i think Mm, obviously it comes down to taste a lot of the time um for me it does leave a weird feeling it's barbecue sauce all over again you know it's it's that it's just that feeling it just makes me a bit sad sometimes when things are a bit off kilter like that it's like Mm. I, i don't it doesn't i don't know i don't know what it is and there's probably some psychological reason for it and some psych some Psychology behind it. Um, be really interesting if anyone knows anything about that because, like, I do genuinely think there are these triggers in it. it certain elements will have these triggers for people. And for me, this is one of them. It's just that I don't know, soft a bit bit weird. style, like, yeah, but it's also the, 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 the not quite human. Um, is it kind of uncanny valley for you? It's like yes. they're trying
0: to pass as human, but they're not quite convincing you.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of what it is. Um,
0: maybe, maybe that's why you like Dr. Stone so much then, because Dr. Stone stayed pretty much completely on model the entire time and was super detailed. And if we, if we're to compare last week's show and this week's show, I would say the animation. In this week's show, is more technically impressive and it's more fluid, and they have much more attention wow. to detail, like in terms of the way that the eyes were moving and the little shifts that characters did to show uncomfortableness or whatever. And last week, it was presenting a much more dynamic shot, so the characters mm-hmm. would would talk and be really detailed, but there wasn't a lot of actual movement in terms of what the
1: characters were doing. It's difficult from though, isn't it? A few standout scenes. It's difficult though. I think the, because we've just said how they literally deliberately avoided movement in a lot of these scenes. Mm. You know, like... But I feel that was to make up
0: for the other flourishes that went elsewhere in terms of body language and in terms of, again, weird imagery. Like there's the moment where B was sprinting to... See the traitor in one of the episodes, and just before the traitor is killed, we get this really ramp up of tension. It's cutting between all these different shots, and then we get this beautiful um, shot of the red um, flower falling into the water just as the man's head's cut off. Mm. And other shows, lesser shows, would do less with that. But here, it was that was a very specific highlight scene that I guess the mouth flaps made up for in other okay. areas like they they know how to allocate their resources to to yeah. hype maybe not hype scenes but for impressive scenes but
1: does is that enough you know yeah i mean it didn't really stand out to me that much i think i had to the specific bits like when the when was father is killed at the very beginning of episode one i mm had to go back and rewatch it because I didn't really get what happened. I thought they were trying this sort of poetic, we're not going to show it. It's it's inferred exactly what's happening. And I was like, who's this guy with the sword coming behind him? The, gu- mm. the guy, the, the, the um what's he called? The Kaburo boy. He grabs his own weapon that doesn't really look like a sword, but then this other guy comes with a big sword behind him. The dad loses yeah. his hat and he looks like he's, i don't know you, and then there's this blood splatter and it's after a second yeah. watch i got what had happened but it was sort of but the fact that you had also to even have a second watch, yeah there was, there was, it jumped it jumped between the, the, the what they called um transitions between shots were mm. just so quick and i was like i'm not really sure sh- i don't know these characters yet i don't really know and you know Maybe people got that, and that was wasn't a problem. But it was, it, it, yeah, I it was a bit like, why am I having to go back to watch this? This should be fairly evident at this stage. It Should be explicit in the, at the text. beginning of episode one. Um, if you want, if you want people to carry on watching, you want to make sure that they understand what's happened.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It can be a little bit jarring um, with the direction choices, and I think that's something that's really maybe one of the main hurdles we're going to have to think about in the questions as we go f- forward. Yeah. Is whether. The sheer amount of information and the strange direction they chose to take the show in is going to be too much of a barrier. Um, do you have anything else that you want to mention
1: plot wise? Uh, or, um, I guess, I guess there's a, there's a bit at the end of episode two, I think, or maybe, I don't know, there's, there's a bit somewhere towards the end, um, where, um, Tokago is going uh yes. BRC's sees Tokogo is going to drown mm-hmm. or going to die and she sees the future and she doesn't tell the guy that knows he she can do this, that this is gonna happen. Like yeah. she tries to stop her real and I'm like, Yeah, you can't tell her that you can see the future, she's gonna be like sit <laughs> Yeah, You're crazy, girl. Um Dan girl, you're you ca- crazy. But he knows this. Like, mm. the, the the dude, the surrogate father, he knows this. And yeah. she doesn't go to him and go, don't let her go. She's gonna die. She's um, going to drown. Stop this. Yeah. She's going to a floating city. Of, well, not floating, but a, a city above the ocean. <laughs> Sinking city. I've seen her going to die.
0: Um, yeah. I guess that comes back into the fact that Biwa isn't is a, a character or a ghost. She's... she's uh, John McClane, Bruce Willis, <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, as a as a fresh viewer, like I didn't know that Bia didn't exist until this run through. My my first time as well. I was thinking, why is she so passive? Why doesn't she do anything? And I guess that's yeah. the the.
1: But it also, but but, but monkeys poor, isn't it? Yeah, I I get that. But if that's the case if she's not going to intervene at all, what's with the supernatural? Like, there's no point in having yeah. that cool supernatural power if she cannot intervene. So later on, she must intervene at some point. Otherwise it is completely irrelevant. Mm. And therefore, if you're going to do it later on, you can do it early on and blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, so does that mean that you just have to keep on watching <laughs> to see if she ever does it? <laughs> or I just, um, call the bullshit and, uh, Give up? Is is <laughs> is Tokugo's husband cheating on her? Yes.
0: God damn. Um, and what because I think it's because it was an arranged marriage, wasn't it? And Ooh. that's not to excuse anything or or to say anything. It sounds else, like you're trying to
1: excuse anything.
0: <laughs> absolutely not. I never condone cheating. That's it's awful and terrible and horrible.
1: But, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> now there's no but here. Like he is cheating on his yes. uh, arranged yeah, wife and, with somebody who he's had feelings seems, for since she before. She seems to have
1: accepted it to some degree because she's like, whatever makes him happy. Um, yeah. And he and I mean, seems he's pretty the happy. And yeah, in, in, in
0: Japanese culture, the emperor is essentially anointed by God. So he can't do any wrong. Pretty much. And I think she's just kind of happy at this point to just, she's got a well, good she life. She can just kind of...
1: She can't provide kids for him, which seems weird. Like maybe not to get too lewd, but like maybe the, 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 not, <laughs> mm. maybe, maybe the spark has gone in their relationship. Um, mm. and because the fact that he might, this is my thought process. So she can't provide him with kids. He's seeking that affection elsewhere. But the fact that she can't mm. have kids shouldn't necessarily mean that they can't have that affectionate relationship. So that's clearly maybe emotionally driving them apart. He wants kids. She can't provide that. So sexually and everything, they're not, they're mm. not having that relationship. So then he has to seek. then he feels he has to seek that elsewhere. Mm. Again, it's just a I, bit left. I think that, sort of-
0: that comes into it. And the reason that's so complicated and maybe the way that it's presented is that they are still very young. And at, at this point in time, this is like, this, this is the medieval era. This is a thousand years in. Um, right. Yeah. He's just not mature enough to yeah, yeah. kind of separate that. He's not an adult yet. He's, uh, they say, I, I think he's sixteen. And yeah, he's
1: he's younger than her, isn't he? By
0: she was years six, six like years that. older, right? So yeah, she's yeah. twenty-two at this point, and I think she's got that level of maturity to understand that. You know what? But- he he's going <laughs> to go off and do.
1: But also, if we're going to give anyone a pass based on the time they're from, it is a thousand years ago like things <laughs> yeah. were a bit different it's not like we're, we're excusing the 80s or like even the 50s or what, people back then they just didn't understand this is literally a thousand years ago they ha- they exactly. have a kind of excuse that things were very very different yeah
0: if you if you're uh if you're a fan of game of thrones and you can get on board with some of the stuff that happens in the book version of that and the age ranges that are in that then this is actually you know what a little bit better yeah <laughs> yeah um but okay let's talk about sex baby all right let's talk um, about you and me yeah. briefly so we know that the the emperor is kind of he's into his uh look dancer women i'm using this as an excuse right i did the research on this and i just I just want to vent it somewhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay yeah I, I am very very curious as to where you're going with this but, right he's into his so, dancer dancers
0: he's into the dancer women and um as i said before um they're they are uh shirabiyoshi, which literally means white rhythm. So they are wow. all decked out in white makeup, white clothing, mm-hmm. and the rhythm part is because they are singers, they're dancers, they're entertainers, they play instruments. They're I, high, I sole purpose. <laughs> exactly. From all the various dancing scenes. Often this is translated as courtesan in English. Right. But that's that not a entirely true. Uh no, that's Edam. You're thinking, yeah, of of, course, which is made I'm sure backwards. That's a thing. I don't
1: know. It is made backwards. You're hey. right. Well done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but these uh, Shirabiyoshi are essentially the precursors to the profession of geisha in Japan. So the profession of, of learning arts and learning music and traveling and singing and entertaining for the high society. Essentially, started here, became super famous, and then in the 1700s became more ingrained in Japanese society as the geisha. And there's this really common misconception that geisha are prostitutes, whereas actually, right. it's a big they are
1: shooting of water that, um, and yeah, that like it, like ground. a Yellowstone yeah. over
0: in uh, the the the, the, the geisha. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm just. I'm sitting here and I'm like geisha guy. I know what he's trying to do, but it doesn't even. It's not. It. it they. They both start with a G. I guess geisha, geyser. Yeah, okay, I got the word. There's word. an A sound at the end. I got. I got your the word letter sound a, a,
1: a geisha is a geographical term. I'm sure. Isn't it absolutely like, not a geisha? Isn't it like? Do you mean a uh, glacier? Maybe I'm getting those two mixed, like blunt blending them together somehow. A geisha. Is it because I, they're cold as ice? Maybe. Women to
0: sacrifice
1: my love.
0: So yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. And I basically went on a big rabbit hole of the entire geisha profession and how it's basically that they just were really good at talking to people. They're basically like hired talkers and music players. Sounds good. Sounds like a party. Well, you would hire a geisha to your party if you're a very wealthy Japanese businessman. So yeah, it was. Yeah, well, that's me with my research done. Uh, anything else
1: in your odds <laughs> and ends before we move into the questions? Um no, I think I think we should move in and decide whether this has enough to be classified as a gateway show. Um yeah, we'll ask the big three questions.
0: All right, so this is the part of the show where we ask our big three questions. concept and execution. Turn offs and compellibility. We think about whether these three things are good, bad, ugly, and whether that's going to affect a new viewer coming into the show. So let's start off with concepts and execution. What did you think? And I think this is going to be a tricky one because I want to hear your idea of this from coming fresh from the episodes mm. versus now that you've got more context.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that is a very good point. I think you've added a lot of context to this, which has helped. But it's fresh required from, an hour's worth of. <laughs> I think fresh from the episodes, I knew there was more than meets the eye. I knew this was a Transformers episode. So I was, <laughs> I was coming into recording this thinking I'm going to learn some stuff. I'm going to know more. So I think if I was watching, and this is just me, if I was watching this, I would have stopped and done some research. But that's just Mm -hmm. me. That's not probably a lot of people rightly or wrongly will just want to watch the show and Mm -hmm. maybe be dissatisfied because they don't have that full context. And they shouldn't, I don't know whether, I don't know. Like this is the thing. It's art, isn't it? At the end of the day. And people can expect what they want to expect. The artist can expect whatever they want. Like if they think, Mm -hmm. oh, people should do a bit of research and then they'll enjoy it. Like if that's his market, that's his audience. Who's, mm. and you know, people can say, well, I didn't want to do that, so I'm not watching, but that doesn't make it bad media. If, it's, it's like, it's like you go, if you go into something with an expectation that you're going to have to do, it's like going into an art gallery and expecting to get a, get, uh, and find loads of burritos everywhere for you to eat. <laughs> like, if, if you, if you go for a pay. Hey, my art gallery's burrito Tuesdays are amazing. Providing a monopoly on, uh, everything. They're just, we will cover everything. What do people want? They want food. What kind of food? Burritos. They want art. They want to eat art while looking at... <laughs> it, so looking we'll at. make burrito art.
0: <laughs> God, Please, is... somebody send me burrito art. I don't know how the... What that would even look like, but
1: yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah in, you're saying so a so way, it's like going to an art gallery
0: art. and there's burritos everywhere.
1: Yeah, because like, if you go into this and don't want to do the research, then you're going into it really setting up to fail. And I think... If the artist is deliberately going into this, setting his audience in mind and going right i want to create create this media if people will enjoy it if they if they understand the backstory, that is a target audience in itself that is mm. setting your stall out and going and unapologetically saying, "Look if you don't want if you don't know this story, you're not going to enjoy it, and that's fine. I mm-hmm. would appreciate if you'd give the story a chance by doing this little bit of research and finding out about." look I was in starting, some ways I was in on.
0: some ways mm. is this one of the best gateway shows ever because you have to do research because if you, like this is this is this is going outside of the wheelhouse here Will mm. this is a gateway through anime into Japan to literature and Japanese history <laughs> Now, I'm not saying that... I'm not going to comment on whether that's a good or a bad thing, but... Mm. Oh, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast, whether yeah. it's a good or a bad thing. Look, I... I struggle to think about recommending this to somebody who is completely fresh.
1: Um, I think it's too dense. Would you recommend it to someone who was interested in history or world history? Yeah, I
0: think I would. I think that... The, Kind of person I would recommend this to falls into a very specific Venn diagram, and that's: <laughs> do you like <laughs> do you like cartoons? <laughs> do you like ancient Japan? <laughs> mm. That do you like Uncanny Valley? No, there, there we go. We've had an extra layer. like yeah. it, it's getting smaller tri- and smaller in the middle. Yeah, tri- I don't Venn think that diagram. this is a widely
1: recommendable show
0: but here's the here's the the thing if you're going to recommend it
1: would you recommend it to someone who was interested in japanese history but not into anime Mm. because that's the noob isn't it they're not that we're not saying they're a noob here's the thing we're not saying they're a noob to japanese Uh, history um, mm, so it's like it it, we can't Um. use this argument Against it, it's like with Star the Star Wars. If you don't like Star Wars, you're probably not gonna like the Star Wars anime. Mm. So if you don't like Japanese history, but if you do like Japanese history and that's your wheelhouse, like, would you still would you enjoy this anime? I mean, maybe still not because it is Uncanny Valley and it does maybe tweak the historical events too much.
0: Like, yeah. Okay, so okay, so. Concept-wise, it's a to 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 crystallize this thought. Yes. Concept-wise, it's a historical abridged version of an existing, um, Story. I guess seminal historical. Japanese text okay. based on real events. Yes. So that's the concept. Yes. The execution, I think, is pretty good. I like the use of kind of more modern music over the top of scenes of samurai and shogun, and the animation's good in places.
1: Okay, but so,
0: there's also a massive amount of info dumping.
1: There is a massive amount of info dumping, um, and that is one of the turnoffs. So let's let's balance that with the turnoffs. We, we, you quite like okay. the concept. I don't mind the concept. I think now I know more about the concept because obviously I didn't know that going in. And and if you're going to recommend this to someone, you give them a bit of a blurb usually. So it's like, Mm. if you, it's about this. Go in with that in mind. Um, But in terms of other turnoffs, yeah,
0: we've got a thousand different characters, all of which start to blend together. Yes, and it's hard to keep track of motivations and who's especially when the character
1: designs are so simple, like deliberately Mm. simple. That's not a bad thing to have simple characters but when some of them are very similar in their designs that makes it harder to tell them apart like if you're gonna make characters look simple you need details and if you're not gonna have details they need to look different <laughs> you can't yep. I, like, I can't be focusing on on whether
0: this man's head bump is slightly right yeah more of an obtuse angle than this other guy's head bump right like yeah. i i it should be visually immediately
1: um, who's who? Yeah. Like a goatee, the goatee helps. Thank you for the goatee. But like, indeed, put put a, put a goatee on the old guy. You can't tell me that he def neither bald, neither um chrome dome didn't have a goatee. Like, I'm sure historically exactly. we can find evidence for that. I need
0: to find it. I need the the ancient scrolls. I shall, I shall, I shall view the scrolls on my next trip to Hiroshima. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So then. Thinking about it then, last question is, do you want to watch more?
1: It is tricky because I am curious. Now I know that it's got some historical standing. I am curious because I do like learning those aspects. But is it going to be more of the same? Am I going to get this awkward feeling? I I think... On balance, I'm probably not going to watch more. I feel like there's enough here to confuse a noob. There's enough here to sort of just Mm. make them feel a bit weird about what they're watching. It's mixing the fantasy with the historical and the historical isn't clear enough to be worthwhile. You have to almost know a hell of a lot to get the most out of this. Like, there was bits through the expositional expo dumping that I was just zoned out because I couldn't keep you up. You just check out of it. You yeah. can't keep up. So, no, I don't think I am going to watch more.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think the fact that we've spent most of this podcast not really talking about the show itself to to that much of a degree, but actually mm. just contextualizing it Yeah, makes yeah, it Yeah, it will be interesting like, unless to you've got people,
1: how people like listen to this episode and if they can even if they haven't seen the show if they have seen the show make sure you let us know like if you could if you haven't seen the show make sure you tell us if you could pick up the gist of the show from what we've said because we try and we we try and balance you know between those people that have seen the show those people that have haven't we give a little bit of expos expositing and a little bit of storytelling around what the show happens in the show but Again, mm. very mindful. We don't want to just recite what happens in all three episodes for those people. That yeah, we don't want to just go verbatim. Yeah. If if you have watched the
0: show and you're listening to this, and then and it has provided you some context, let us know if that's changed your opinion on the show. Yeah, that'd be something I'm quite interested in. Yeah, but I think f- for the purposes of what we do
1: here, I think it can't go in no it's not in the universe it's if we were going to show this to a noob i I just think they'd have too hard of a time uh getting through mm-hmm. it um so it's too dense yeah yeah it is so sorry hey k hi k hey, hey k hey <laughs> k. story you haven't made it into the universe uh but there are some there are lots of elements there that I think people will enjoy so you know by all means go yeah. and give it a give it a chance and see what you think and let us know on social media if you um aren't sticking around because we're going to wrap up now if if you aren't sticking around for slice of life where me and sam catch up about our week's uh adventures outside of the anime um sphere or at least outside of the heike story uh sphere um we will uh see you next week um hit us up on instagram hit us on hit hit, hit, hit us up on twitter and um tell us your hit thoughts with your rhythms. follow us on youtube subscribe like share tell a friend and let us know uh, what you want us to watch next, because um, Sam's always looking for suggestions and always you know on what? the, at some the point, Vigilant Watch. At, at some point, I'm going to bring something to the table. I'm going to bring something that I've just completely gone he's, off on my own. He's just gone on to Crunchyroll. He's hit random. He's watched the most <laughs> no, obscure I'm, no, thing. No, I'm going to choose something that I genuinely like the look of. Something that I, I want to get into and see if I can bring something... Uh, worthy to the table and see like it might be like a classic will moment where he he brings this what he thinks is the <laughs> is the awesome is is the naruto of the anime world <laughs> and it ends up being the wings club just, of the anime world. <laughs> oh what a throwback. What a throwback. Okay guys, oh, God. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you if you're not sticking around next week in the universe
0: and welcome everybody to slice of life this is the part of the show where will and i just unwind a bit we have a bit of a catch-up we say what we've been watching what we've been reading what we've been listening to what we've been doing out in the big wide world outside of our little weeb sphere uh so will what have you been up to
1: for this past week um well to be honest it's probably gonna be a bit of a short one for me this week uh like i said up top i've been very busy uh what have I been watching? I'll tell you what I've been watching, which I... <laughs> it's such trash. It's such trash. But the hosts of the show are so funny. And that, you know, you know, you, you try and explain a, sh- a, a a YouTube channel to someone. And oh God, it's here just we go. like, it is garbage, but it's fun. And like, I, you might have seen... <laughs> but it's it, fun you garbage. Know, they're, fairly, they're fairly big. It's the How Ridiculous Boys. I've not even heard oh of them. Oh my God. They are basically... Uh, they're basically like the trick, one of the top trick shot people. They, but they do like, so I think they started off with trick shots but they go so big. Like they've just done, um, honestly, they're hilarious. They're Australian. So, Oh, you you know how we love Australians. Um, they they remind me very much of the weekly planet boys. Um, excellent. (laughs) And there's three of them and they're just so much fun. They, 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 the guys, you might've seen some of their clips they have a big tower uh, that they drop shit off. And that's basically what they've done. They bought slow-mo cameras and they have this big tower that they have permission to use. And for years now, it's the same
0: just, tower every time.
1: It's the same tower every time, and they just drop different shit. So they've dropped like they they got a guy to make them a real Thor hammer and they drop that off and they drop it onto stuff. So they'll drop it onto a car, they'll drop it onto um a glass ball. Like there are I would say Maybe a thousand different combinations they've done. They've done so many. They've draw. They've got had giant arrows made. They drop fridges. They drop stuff and they slow mo everything. They put paint cans in it. It's so satisfying. That sounds insane. Yeah, it's so satisfying. So like the slow mo guys, but yeah. for,
0: for dropping stuff.
1: Yeah, it pretty much is. And they, they 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 do like random stuff. They drop stuff out of helicopters. They've. Oh, I cut. You just need to go on and just get a feel for their channel because it is so positive. They've got Rexy, who's this little toy dinosaur that has gone through <laughs> since I've watched them for years and they, they basically, they brought out Rexy merch. You know how like they, they develop these narratives and these stories and these inside jokes. There's so yeah. many with these boys. There's the 44 club and there's who are the people that stay till the end of the videos and watch them. And then. Basically, I watched uh, one, I started getting back on the bandwagon yesterday because, you know, you, you jump in and out of these phases. Yeah. You, you fade in and out and you come back and you check out. It's like, Oh, I've got 500 episodes to watch. Brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they, they set, um, they set a world record the other day, uh, for the, lo- the furthest baseball hit and they basically built, got these guys because they work with all these different engineers and stuff. And they got these guys to build a helicopter with, uh, I would say maybe six foot baseball bats that are like the diameter of your face and it's oh just, as the blades and they are just spinning them at four hundred revs per minute and it's going like and they built that they they got like a a, a container and use that as a bunker because it was like and they were just like <laughs> they had to set up this mechanism to shoot up the balls at the exact using a sensors to shoot up the baseballs at the at exact the right, right moment. moment to get hit by and the blades just pinging pinging and then they turned it into can they catch one and then they turned it in it's just yeah just carnage like they've gone to stadiums and thrown stuff off roofs they've done frisbee challenges football challenges they've they the, like a
0: really nice feel-good channel to just oh, kind of it's brilliant. binge it's brilliant. when you... How ridiculous. Like just before bedtime. Out, yeah. And you you want to just fall, watch,
1: like, They are the worst for falling into a hole because, like, I got into a hole last night. They, they set up... Th- one of their classic ones at the minute is to set up sheets of something and see how many sheets of something they can get through with a certain object. So, like, they had 10 sheets of glass oh, and no. 10 window panes, basically, lined up. And then they had an assortment of objects and they make it into everything's a game. Everything's a challenge. So that between the three of them, they pick out balls out of a bag and that that determines what object they that's use. That's what they have to throw. So that like they throw hard boiled eggs, they throw bricks, they throw like really weird objects. This the 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 clickbaity moment for this was a bow and arrow. They had a, a, a bow and arrow that they were using. It was Relevant just, with Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's why they did it. Yeah, just give them a go. Watch one episode, you'll you'll come out just addicted. And what were they called again? How Ridiculous. How Ridiculous. Well, I'll, I'll give them a check. I'll check them out. Uh, um, are we good? Yeah, apart from that, Hulk, Hawkeye Episode 3, which is very linked to that. Um, oh, which, dude, what a banger. So good. That car chase. The just cinem- the, the, the single cin- shot. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely I, amazing. It, it, the the cin- cinematography has been... Fairly standard up until that, and I was just like, it's "Yes, been super basic." Did, doing something big with it. I love that they've just done that for, for just that. I, small... I think the slow
0: burn of those first few episodes, mm. the first two, having the build up and the Christmas and the stakes and yeah, everything yeah. like that. I think that's paid off yes. dividends here because now we just get weird arrow shit. Yeah, yeah. and that that <laughs> moment when he pulls out the pim arrow, I I cheered. I was yeah, like, that's yeah. what I'm here for. I'm here for weird, <laughs> bizarre, like the, the suction arrow that actually turns out to be useful. The, like the blubber the arrow. The USB, which he just pings <laughs> into him and he's like, You don't want to see what this does. You
1: don't want to see what this does.
0: <laughs> so good. And who do you think the, who, who do you think Uncle?
1: Who do is? I think Uncle is? Um, Wait. I'm I'm not sure of, on this reference. What do you mean? Who's uncle? <gasps> Twitter's been on fire. Okay, I, you days. Know I I'm not on bloody Twitter. What's 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 the, what's the question? What's the what's the question?
0: so you know um the deaf girl, she has the flashback to when she's doing the martial arts.
1: Yes, the deaf girl. Yes, and her death girl, carer. Also. Yeah, yeah.
0: The deaf girl. Well, she is a deaf girl. She mm. looks like she could kill a number of people, yeah. but she is at the martial arts club as a kid yes. and her carer says oh it's okay uncle's going to take you home today and somebody walks into frame and gives her a little wiggle on the cheek mm,
1: okay the prevalent theory hold on hold on can i can i can i just do a shot in the dark go um kingpin that's the prevailing theory is it yo <laughs> Oh my god, I was originally going to say Daredevil and I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense. She she is still a baddie. So I went for Kingpin. Oh my god, I can't believe I got it. I'm so proud of myself. Absolutely I, I haven't it. seen a thing, I swear. Oh, I'm well happy with that. So
0: um, good. Yeah, so people reckon that Vincent D'Onofrio is back as yeah. Kingpin and well, hopefully mm. we'll see him. And that would then
1: make the Netflix Marvel yeah, stuff canon. Yeah, well, I did, I did hear on the Weekly Planet them talking briefly, I can't remember what episode i barely listen to a full episode anymore because i'm just so busy but like i click on, on and off and i remember them saying mm. something about mer- the thinking that it's going to merge and they were fairly confident that they were going to merge it some in some way the those universes um mm. whether they were discussing whether it'd be the same uh sort of aesthetic the same like, like the same actors but it's different yeah potentially Different mm. sort of world events or whatever. I don't know, um, but yeah, okay, cool. What about you? What have nice. you been up to this week? Let's get let's get into your story of the week. Uh,
0: on Monday I an, went up to. Um, let's see if I can get this right. Nijigenomori Park in um, this on is Owaji Island. Zip wires. This is where I did some of the uh, some of the zip wires, um, and I also got to meet a life sized replica statue of
1: godzilla sam oh my god sam can you call it meeting when it's not alive like I'm, you went to I see a statue I you went to, to see, see a statue I met, you're not meeting I met you're not godzilla. You, well you didn't met, meet godzilla though did you I met godzilla, well, did Godzilla did Godzilla did godzilla did godzilla say hello back yeah no. Well, right. So you didn't meet Godzilla. Godzilla isn't a real person or he could he's a citizen of being. Japan.
0: He's he's been made a citizen of Japan. All I right. can I can dream, Harold. <laughs> so yeah. I I went there and it was this like this kind of anime uh, theme park. Like
1: I'm a chair. <laughs> you're a ch- you're a chair.
0: Buy me more jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Ast-
1: anyway, yeah. Sorry, you went. So-
0: yeah, um, this place is like a. It's like an animation park. So there's crayon Shinchan. Uh, Naruto is a big feature. I didn't get to see much of that though. And of course Godzilla. Um, so that was uh, nice. And then in terms of watching, it's only really been Hawkeye this week. Last week mm. I went a bit insane with Squid Game and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything else that I was binging. Yeah. But this week's been a bit more tame. But the Biggest thing, oh, yeah. What's your story? Is the that week? Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker released yesterday? And I was one of the first people in the world to play it. And I was just, it was just why were you so one exciting. Of the first, why did you get that privilege? Um, because I was very lucky, uh, in the logging queues. Basically, oh. I had the so the way that it works is obviously, I, I when I say one of the first, I mean one of the first public. Players. Obviously, they've been playtesting this behind closed doors for months. But the patch went live. I downloaded it all before six o'clock Japan time. And then six o'clock came. The play button got green. I was in a queue of 2,000 people trying to get into the game to play it. And then it finally ticked through. I was very lucky. I didn't have any crashes. And I got to play a good maybe three or four hours hours. of the. Yeah. <laughs> Two days. There was, there was a point I was like, do I sleep? Yeah. Or do I just keep playing? Mm. And honestly, as soon as we like finish up here, that's what I'm gonna do for the rest of my night tonight. I'm just gonna I keep fake. playing. Because okay. it's it's the first time like Final Fantasy XIV is the first uh MMORPG that I've really been into and I've it's understood the first, and I've first got first time
1: I felt like I belonged. Finally.
0: <laughs> These cat boys, they just get me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like I picked it up because my brother was obsessed with it and um it was just as the new expansion came out and I played and you wanted all to ruin of it. it for him. I was like I've got I've just got to get there and just just grief him the whole time. I've just got to spoil every cutscene by dressing like a giant penguin and just annoy him. <laughs> but no, it's been nice to be like it it feels like there's a community there and there's this like everybody's experiencing it for the first time and it's The game's been out for 10 years now, and this is the end of the the main story arc. So it does feel like this big event. And yeah, it's just really exciting. So, Have you watched Arcane yet? No. Oh, dude.
1: Let me down, boy. Have you read Name of the Wind yet? (laughs) No. (laughs) Did you actually order it? You said you were going to order it. It's in my basket. I've
0: not actually hit go yet. I've not ordered anything. I like I put it you in my basket when are, we talked about it last you, time. I
1: know you did, and, and I thought you'd ordered it. Your wet blanket,
0: and, and right. it's there. I've just not been on Amazon. Like I feel with Amazon, I feel Dude. like I've got to order a couple of things at the same time to make it worthwhile. Do you know? I, not I, have I don't Prime? want to just buy like I've got Amazon Prime, but I don't. So want it's to just, free like, deliveries, sp- yeah, but I don't want to spend like a hundred, just a hundred yen to get one delivery. I want to get like a few things at the same time.
1: Why? Because of the petrol prices and the the economy and the saving the. Look,
0: I'm looking up the planet here. Will? Yeah. You're oh, the right, you're the villain here.
1: Right. Buy the damn book. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's just sitting in your basket like for like three weeks. Just like and you haven't needed anything else. Get a ring light. I <laughs> buy a ring light. <laughs>
0: Fuck you. Um, all right, that'll do for this week, guys. Thank okay. you so much for listening if you've made it this far through this garbage section of the podcast that we Absolutely. call Slice of Life. If you like it, tell a friend, share. We've done all of our other plugs up top, but we will see you next time in the end.